thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. Want to uh, heap some praise on you and, and talk about uh, the Valley and, and get into that story a little bit. And, of course, the shows and uh, look towards the future some. But, uh, dude, let's just start with the Valley. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to do this album in its entirety on tour. And, and more importantly, sharing your story. I mean, uh, surviving everything that you have survived and, and endured and, and being able to share that with the world uh, makes it a, a much smaller place for, you know, all of us who have gone through our own tragedies and experiences and hardships growing up. And uh, just thank you, man. Thank you from yeah, the bottom absolutely. of my heart. Absolutely. It, um, <laughs> you know, playing this album in its entirety is great because I didn't think it was going to happen with the pandemic kicking in. And then you guys went out and opened up, you know, out of the pandemic with uh, Cannibal Corpse and stuff. And I was like, oh, dang it, we missed missed the window for that. So it's really great that you've come back and shine the light on this one again. And for those that don't know the story, could you kind of wrap explain it in a nutshell, the, the story of the valley? Uh, yeah, basically, it's just uh, a, a story about uh it's it dives into my childhood about like my mom and uh, her struggles with uh addiction and stuff and then um you know meeting my stepdad and then uh you know there's uh there's some fabrication in it for the you know for the sake of storytelling uh you know it it all has like its own metaphors and everything like that and like the you know like the black bear that being that is uh because the black bear is like one of the worst predators that we have, you know, obviously it's not the, but you know, that's the, that's the character that my stepdad basically plays is the black bear. He's the, the all evil, like overlord kind of like, you know, evil entity of the album. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's just all about that journey of uh, me growing up and seeing it from uh, those eyes and me, you know, it's kind of like the recollection of it. Um, but, you know, I just put it into a, a series of events and, um, you know, there's a lot of truth to it, but, you know, obviously everything, you know, like the black bear and everything that's, that's uh, fiction, but, you know, it, it represents, uh, certain things. Um, but yeah, it's just the, the tragic story of her death and, um, you know, just the, and me going through it pretty much. Speaking of Black Bear, dude, when I had, when the album came out, I think I had Alex on, and he told me, which, by the way, Black Bear is probably my favorite song on the album, and, and riff for that matter, too. He told me that you wrote that riff. Yeah, I did. Sick, dude. Do you write yeah. a lot of tunes on, on guitar for the band, or did that one just pop in your head? Um, yeah, I mean, I just kind of, sometimes I mess around on guitar. Like, I've been doing it uh, here in my office. Uh, I've been doing it uh for this next album that we're doing um and uh yeah it just kind of popped in my head and i just kind of put the the tune in my head to the guitar you know so uh i uh yeah i pick up the guitar every now and then and uh but here lately i've been doing it a lot you know to help with uh this uh writing process of the new album that we'll be recording soon you know, speaking of the new album, I wanted to certainly get into that as well. I mean, so we have The Valley, and then we had the kind of sort of sequel, Kin, which was killer. And I was wondering, is there is it going to be a trilogy? Is there a third story to go along with this next album, or is it just back to sheer brutality? Um, I had pondered whether I would do a trilogy, 
Um, I guess in a sense, like maybe it could kind of be one, but not really. Um, this is uh, this next album. Uh, I really want to dig into uh, our roots and our um, just where we came from, you know, just like what we're known for, you know, just the brutal, like no holds barred kind of stuff. You know, I, I just want to kind of like a return to form. Mm. Um, I'm looking for. I have I have the heavy itch, <laughs> you know, because I mean, like we have heavy stuff on the newer albums, but, you know, it's it's uh, been you know, it's I wouldn't say scaled back, but it's just not as uh, as frequent, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say because, I mean, like I listen to it. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it's heavy, but like it's not brutal. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like heavy, heavy is kind of subjective to people that listen to metal. You know, some people think that Metallica is the heaviest thing they've ever heard. Right. Um, or Slayer or whatever. Um, but, you know, we're just wanting to, I, I just really am itching to uh, return to form and um, kind of go back to our roots and just, you know, kind of resurface that part of our career. So probably no clean singing on the new album then. Um, I won't go as far as to say none, uh, but the songs and because um, the thing is, is like, I don't like to sing like sing sing. I like to just have like very like dark and like somber and um, th- that's the kind of singing I like. So, you know, I'm never going to be like, you know, sc- you know, doing like the emo kind of stuff where they're like, <laughs> ah, nah, 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 you know, uh, I like I just like, you know, tool like mm-hmm. um Deftones like uh, catatonia like, um, you know, I just like that dark and like uh, very sad and uh, I guess kind of evil sounding stuff. I've had a lot of things that I've been thinking about, like as far as like, cause I, I, I think that like singing very messed up lyrics mm-hmm. is, is there's something about it. That's just really like terrifying. Yep. When you're when you're when you're singing something that you would normally scream, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But when you sing it in like a somber and like you know evil sounding like uh, maniacal kind of singing voice, then it's uh, there's just something that hits different about that for me. Yeah, and you're saying very horrible things <laughs> in a singing voice. Well, I love your 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 version of a singing voice. I mean, from Bring Me Home to Hickory Creek and then even like Annie Cure and stuff on the last. So I, I'm I'm glad that it's not something that you're going to abandon. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's something that we've incorporated and, you know, we've we've made it known and we put it out there. It's part of what we're known for. But I think along the way, uh, we have like kind of straight away from like the brutalness and like the really like evil heavy stuff that we're known for. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's, it's time to resurface that. I think it's time to, for people to remember <laughs> what, what I mean, cause I have a, I have a weird mind. I, I think about weird things. Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, this next album is, uh, going to be, uh, a concept album kind of in a way Mm. Um, it's going to be a story, but it's not going to be a a real life story. It's going to be a story that I've made up pure fiction, pure fiction um, has elements of, um, I guess 
nonfiction. It's hard to explain. I, I, I would be ruining it if I just went into it. You know what I mean? Like it's, but it's going to be, it's going to be probably some of the darkest and most evil things that I've ever came up with. Oh, that's, that's a hell of a tease. <laughs> any idea of when we'll get to hear that? Is that going to be next year? Maybe the end of this year? Any idea? Um, well, after this tour that's coming up, um, that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be recording it. So, um, and the cool thing is, is that we're doing it all ourselves. Ah. Our guitar player, Zach mm. is, uh, going to be doing it all. So, um, wow. It's, uh, it's all us. So there's no like third party involved, you know, um, we, you know, we've done, uh, the past five albums, six albums, maybe with, uh, I have to count, uh, but with Mark Lewis and we love the guy, um, and, you know, consider him like a member almost at this point. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're just going to give this a shot, see how it goes. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, what we've already produced, all the the songs that not songs, but like the music that we are producing right now is uh, it's definitely sounding very <laughs> classic. Can't wait, man. Can't wait to hear that. And, and you know, certainly in one touch on the tour, we got you in Southern California here, uh, May the 5th at the Regent, May the 6th at the Observatory. And you're bringing out support as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got uh, Arc Spire, uh, Signs of the Swarm, and Entheos. Uh, we've never toured with Signs of the Swarm or Entheos, or Signs of the Swarm and Arc Spire, but we're good friends with Entheos. Uh, we've toured with them a few times, and uh, um, their drummer Naveen actually played drums on the Valley, so ah. he's going to be on this tour, and he's the one that played on the Valley, but he's not going to be the one playing it live. Dude, his drums, like his drums on Black Bear, the end of Black Bear and stuff, is just ridiculous. That's cool. Yeah, he's he's a machine, man. He can do it all. Like he's he can do fast stuff. He can do groovy stuff. He's just like the most well-rounded drummer that I've ever met. Like in this scene, like he's he's just he because I mean he can play literally everything. It's not just fast stuff. It's not just metal. Like he can play hip hop. He can play he can play it all. I mean that's and that's why we chose him to do the valley because we know that he's going to add flair and you know tasteful things to it so expect to see him air drumming in the corner because he's going to be possibly possibly (laughs) you know and speaking of playing the valley i imagine you're going to do when you usually people do albums of tour or tour of albums i should say uh, playing it in sequence i'd imagine right Mm -hmm. yeah it's going to be all the way through beautiful and in sequence some people like to jump around or or you know mix up the set list but it'll be from the demon all the way through yeah it'd be just like you put the cd in Beautiful. And then I imagine a little greatest hits at the end, get to the saws of law and everything else. Yeah, we're not we're not just playing just the valley. That's uh, the main focus of it. But we're you know, obviously, we got to play other stuff. Beautiful, man. Last couple of things I wanted to hit you with, Phil, and I appreciate all the time, uh, you know, talking vocals uh, and the scene and everything. Got to get a word or three about the the man that we lost recently, the late great Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia murder. I imagine you mm-hmm. shared the road and, and a label with him and everything else. You have a, a story or, or anything that comes to mind when remembering Trevor? Um, well, the first time I ever met him was uh, on Summer Slaughter 2009, I think it was. It was either eight or nine, um, but they were headlining and we were like, opening at that point uh it was uh them and vader and uh god who else uh us aborted um 
yeah, a bunch of other bands, but um, that was the first time I ever met him. Um, and I mean, all the guys um, in Black Dahlia Murder are like very just genuine, uh, just fun loving guys i mean brian still to this day you know whenever we go through detroit uh he comes out and hangs out and all that good stuff um but yeah as far as trevor goes i mean like that was one of the most unexpected things i'd ever experienced you know along this this career that i've had um but um yeah i mean trevor is just always just laughing and joking and just like just always hanging out just having fun and like you know I can, I considered him a really good friend. Um, you know, obviously we didn't hang out like outside of touring and stuff, but, um, anytime we saw each other, you know, it was, uh, cause we all have our own personal lives and everything. Sure. We're all older now and, you know, have our own responsibilities, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, a, it's such a shame, you know, cause not only was he very iconic with like his own voice, I mean, you could pick him out, you know, you could listen to track after track after track and when black dahlia came on you knew it was them yeah and that's why i feel like he's one of the greats because that's what separates it for me Mm. is ones that you can just pick out if you've never heard the song before you know say it's a new song and black dahlia came out with a new song you're gonna know it's black dahlia (laughs) like that's what that's what makes them so great um but brian has taken over vocals now and um you know he's He's definitely charismatic and, you know, he fits the role very well. And he's a good vocalist as well. He did backups uh, with Trevor. And um, I'm just glad that they're just continuing on because, you know, I know Trevor wouldn't want it to stop. Yeah, that's the best way to keep it, him alive and his memory alive. And that's why I wanted to get a couple of words from you. I was always wanted to do that when I talk to people that that cross paths with him. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Last thing, dude, I got to hit you with. Uh, we're an old school radio station. We do mandatory metallic every night at 10 p.m. And you're going to be a part of that. I'm kind of curious, man. I'm sure at least growing up and, and first getting into metal, there were a band for you. But if if you were going to do, say, on this new album, a Metallica cover, what do you think it would be? Is there anything from them you could see yourself covering? Oh, man, probably. I mean, if you had to if we had to do one that was like the most similar to us that we could like recreate, it would definitely be sad, but true. Ah, that's because that song is, I mean, it's in, I think it's an E standard and it still sounds so devastatingly heavy. <laughs> um, I don't know. Sad, but true. But I mean, I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe Master Puppets one. I mean, there's so many, I mean, uh, I like sad, yeah, but hit the hit the lights. I don't know. Hit the lights is one of my favorites because it's just kind of punk rock and you know just straightforward, just like thrashy punk rock, like with metal infusion. Yeah, that first album was all punk rock. Yeah, I mean it's uh, yeah, Kill 'Em All was just just straight pedal to the metal, just thrash. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess if you, I, I would, I would say sad but true, probably that that would fit us the most. Um, but you know after singing and you know doing bringing all that stuff into it you know i'd love to do because i love the interlude of master of puppets that's one of my favorite like riffs that they have the the breakdown the, or no just the uh uh the doom 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 do
like that uh that like clean guitar riff mm-hmm. that they have and that's one of my favorite ones they've ever written um but yeah maybe one one is one of my favorite ones of all time uh and justice for all i mean i could just go on and on and on <laughs> it would be way too hard to like just narrow it down to what would be my favorite one to cover I, I I like the sad but true. I'm sticking with that. I love that, man. Beautiful, man. Thank you so much for the time and playing this album in its entirety. And can't wait to see you out there on uh, May the 6th at the Observatory. Hell yeah. We'll see you there, man. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Phil. It was a pleasure to talk to you, man. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Take care. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety. Available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming online at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.